This is the Miss Manual Podcast. Again, this is simply where we view a female's perspective in the automotive industry. And to see that doesn't exist, it's great to get perspectives because I've run into a lot of females that feel like they're by themselves and simply want to share share where you your your foundation on where you've got today, your goals, your ambition, where it stems from, and a lot more of the questions. But uh, first things first, how's your day been so far? <laughs> it's been a good day. It's been busy. Um, I actually just announced today on my social media that um, I will be a part of the new show on CMT called Racing Lives. I'm not a wife of a driver, but I actually am the driver in it. So um, they're <laughs> following my journey as a female race car driver, trying to break into the NASCAR world. And um, I just film, finished wrapping up filming uh, last week. So super excited to announce that. And, and now my fans will get to see a little bit more of me and get to watch me on TV. So i um, excited for that and hoping it will bring new opportunities. That's awesome. How was that experience? Or you can't necessarily talk about it until it's up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely can't give away too much of, of the show. You'll have to tune in. But um, <laughs> it, was, it was a great experience. And um, I'm really excited just to share more of you know, my life with my fans and really hoping it will bring more opportunities with sponsorship as that's my biggest struggle right now in, in my career is finding sponsors to get me on the racetrack. So mm-hmm. um, I'm hoping this will be a bigger platform so that people can not only get to know me and, and my journey and, and how I got to where I am today, um, but also bring bring upon some opportunities so that I can get back in the car full time and have a good partnership with a great sponsor sensational yes i'm and i'm i'm eager to help you uh, every step of the way because again this is super exciting because again um the big drive behind this thing is we only know we only know one another so to a certain extent from social media and so to get to you got your show coming out as well as to hear who you are personally versus just seeing you or us seeing one another on social media it really just gives more authenticity and just more of a closeness to your fans and just everyone. And just, it's awesome to not to break that barrier, that stigma, the, 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 what somebody's supposed to do based on what they're supposed to look like. So I'm super excited for you and excited to help you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely easy to look at someone's social media and just see the highlight. It's a highlight reel, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. I try to be as authentic as I can on social media and um, really kind of pour my heart out in my posts, but Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's still a highlight reel, you know, uh, you don't see very many pictures of me without makeup and things like that. So um, you definitely get to know someone a lot more um, away from social media. And, you know, a lot of people don't know how I got to where I am today and in the struggles I faced. And um, I like to try to share a little bit of that just to, you know, give people a different perspective and kind of mm. learn, learn through my um, adversities and kind of you know help help motivate them and stick them on the right track because you know it's it's tough going after your dreams and sometimes Mm -hmm. you just need uh, someone to make you realize you know you're not alone and and just keep pushing forward hey 100 percent, and that's something i want to really dive into talk how much if you could as much as you could talk about the relationship with your grandfather as well as your father how how they uh just instill the work ethic that you have today because i know uh, I've seen a few, I've, I've done my research. Um, I followed you for a while uh, in terms of just your journey. And so I know they, they really still 
a solid work ethic and you like your father is it either your grandfather or father said hey like i'll help you i'll help you along the way to get better but a you have to pay your way as far as to get where you want to be with your car as well as um you have you have to learn certain stuff to a certain extent if you could maybe elaborate on that yeah absolutely so i'm a third generation race car driver uh i'll start with my grandpa my my mom's father um mm-hmm. my parents met at the racetrack and had me and awesome. um so i was literally at the racetrack since i was in my mom's belly so um it's it's in my blood and it's nothing that my family ever forced me into i actually had to beg my dad to let me race cars <laughs> um so uh yeah that's how it happened you know since i was little i just grew up racing and um i asked my dad for years and years to, to let me race and finally at 10 years old he said, all right, I'll let you race go-karts, but you got to work on the go-kart yourself, and you also have to find sponsors to pay for it. So at 10 years old, I was getting $100 sponsor here, $50 sponsor there, $100 sponsor there, and um, was able to race go-karts for quite a few years and um, won quite a few races. But again, you know, I had to be in the shop every night with my dad, and um, that's that's just kind of how it was. And uh, all the way through when I raced mini sprints, I owned my own mini sprints. And then I moved into the 410 sprint car racing class. When I raced 410 sprint cars, I actually drove for a car owner. Um, mm-hmm. And that was simply because I used to race him in mini sprints. He saw my talent. I kicked his butt all the time. He said, <laughs> hey, I might not be able to drive these cars as good as you. So um, I'm going to be the owner and, and you're going to be the driver. And I said, that's perfect because I don't have the money to own my car, but I, I definitely can drive. So uh, we did that for a while, and then um, the NASCAR Diversity Program reached out to me and saw my talents and kind of really opened my eyes as to what could be possible uh, for my future in racing. Never did I think being from Winnipeg and racing dirt track and, you know, having to (laughs) own my own cars that I would get the opportunity to race NASCAR or even think that that was possible. So um, that really opened my eyes to different things. And um, at that time, I was in school and college for business. I got my two-year business degree, and I was actually going back for my uh, four-year. And I went kind of was sitting in class one day and had an aha moment. And it was, I don't want to be in class right now. I want to be racing cars. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I didn't know how I was going to make it happen, but I knew that I just couldn't imagine doing thing, anything else with my life. So I went home that day and talked to my mom and dad and explained to them that this was my dream and I wanted to go after it. And my dad said, do you have any idea how hard this is going to be? And I said, not really, but this is what I want. So I'm going to go after it. And he said, well, again, we can't financially support you. We haven't been able to in the past. We definitely can't at this level either. So, um, but we morally support you. And I said, that's great. That's all I need. So um, that's actually one thing I'm, I'm, proud of of myself is that I have able been able to come this far um, on my own just in this industry in particular it's very very difficult to make it if you don't have um, you know a strong financial backing most people in my situation come from a lot of money or have that big NASCAR name behind them so um, it's it makes it very difficult when you don't have the finances or or that big name behind you so that's I'm definitely not near where I want to be uh, as in my racing career, but I'm proud that I was able to come this far on my own. Most definitely. Yeah. That's, that's super compelling. It's just, just the, just the span of just where you are to where you, where you were to where you are today. It's definitely, it's definitely a, a journey, but it, it definitely sounds like you're, you're very, 
very motivated to accomplish that. And I definitely commend you for that because most people, you know, they stop in the tracks or, you know, they, they don't take the time to think about how far they come. And so you saying that it really, it really sheds light to, you know, okay, I've gotten where I've gotten, but there's still more to do. Absolutely. There's always, always a long, a lot more ways to go. And um, I listen to a lot of podcasts actually. So it's really cool to be on this <laughs> podcast today, but uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts, a lot of entrepreneurs and um, one of my favorites, Andy Priscilla. And one of his things is no excuses. Yes. I, I like that a lot. You know, when, when you're thinking about your goals and, and your dreams and what you want to achieve in life, uh, I think if you have the mindset, no excuses, it, it really makes things, doesn't make things necessarily easier, but it, um, it makes it so you can't use excuses going forward. You know, I always thought about if I had made excuses, it would be, you know, I'm a Canadian in an American sport. I'm a female in a man's sport. I'm uh, someone who doesn't come from money in a rich man's sport. I mean, there's so many excuses that all of us could make when going after our dreams. And you really just have to push those aside and figure out how to use your weaknesses and turn them into strengths, you know, and, and then amplify your strengths. So, I tried to figure out, you know, all my weaknesses are being Canadian. It's, it's being, you know, not coming from money. It's, it's being a a female. Like how can I use all these weaknesses and turn them into opportunities and how do I switch them over and, and make them use them to my advantage when going after my dream. So that's something I've, I've tried to work on um, throughout the past few years. And uh, I mean, it's not easy, but I, I just want people to know that you can, you don't have to have all the tools in the toolbox to, to achieve what you want in life. You, you just got to be creative. Exactly. And that's why this is so important because again, we see, we see, you see people online and you just, you, it's so easy to paint a picture for somebody that you don't know. Like it's just so easy to do that. And most where creatures are comfort. So it's just easy to go that route. So I, that's why I feel like this is such an obligation to interview you, Sarah Price and so many more. Eventually I want to get the uh, Danica. I want to, I want to get everybody just yeah. it's so important to know the path because people love to write a, a narrative and have no intel or information on it. And that's misleading to them. That's self-defeating to them because you know who you are. Uh, Sarah knows who you are. I know who I am, but yeah. we, we, we know what it takes to get there and we're head down and really just really, really to make it happen. And we need to make that the norm. And that's what makes it so exciting. Totally. And there there definitely is that stigma of women in motorsports saying, oh, she's only there because of her looks. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it might be true for a small handful. I don't really know. But the women that I do know in motorsports, that is not the case whatsoever. Sarah Price is such a perfect example. She is one of the hardest working people I know, not females, but people. She is not only such a badass in so many ways, but she works her butt off. She is such a hard worker and any opportunity she's gotten, she's deserved because she works so hard for it. And, mm-hmm. and I can say that pretty much about, you know, any female that I've met in this industry, they, they work their butt off for it. And, um, you know, just, just because we are a different gender doesn't mean that things are easier for us. It's just, you know, you got to work for things. You have to work for things and people who are successful, you know, nine times out of 10, they've had to work their butt off for that. You see the people say, oh, you're overnight success, but they haven't seen the 10 years of work they've had to to get there. Exactly. And I, I agree with you talking to Sarah and just following her for so long, like just how she operates. And she's like, oh, I'm going to try this and I'm going to figure it out. Like that's her mentality for so yeah. many things. And it, it's 
it's it's something that needs to be contagious like it's contagious like hanging around her i would just naturally like i already want to just do awesome things but just having people like that in your circle or you you're just like you know what i'm gonna she's she's gonna do this i'm gonna go two steps higher just to see if i can do it just because because i want to just up my ante up my level of just who i am as a person for sure absolutely and i actually had the pleasure of staying with her at her place for about a week in california Um, i was out there testing with uh, a canon nascar car with bill McAnally, and uh so i was staying with her and I went home afterwards and I was like, wow, just being around Sarah, like I'm inspired, you know, I want to step up my game. I want to do more. And um, I can say that for, for a handful of women that I've met in the industry, like every time I'm around them, they just want to make me do better and be better because I see what they're doing and how hard they're working. And it just want to makes you want to step up your game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Another thing I want to ask you, what was it like going from uh, dirt to tarmac? Like, how, how is that just personally, just from going from that that environment, from being on the dirt to, you know, being in a, a cockpit that can get up to 100 plus degrees? and Yeah, man, it is so different. <laughs> it really is. I mean, you see guys like Kyle Larson, they make it look so easy. Christopher Bell make it look so easy, but it's not. It is not easy at all. Um, there's so many differences. Obviously, the track surface is a huge difference going from dirt to pavement. Um, but the the length of the races, you're going from 20 laps, 25 laps to, you know, 200 laps or plus. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just two completely different styles of racing with dirt. It, I think of it, it's more of a feel thing. And you're kind of going from the seat of your pants and what feels good to you. You're constantly searching the track for um, grip and, and constantly looking at the track where in pavement, you just have to be super precise, very um, consistent and hit your marks exactly. You need to be so on all the time, you know, mm-hmm. so incredibly focused too. So uh, they're, they're actually very different, but I enjoy both of them. I think I'm finally starting to, um, the more I'm on pavement, the, the better I get. I mean, I, I'm, I've understand how it works a little more and it's really just being super focused. It's uh, very mentally challenging as well. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very different, but it, it's cool. The transition was, was tough, but at the same time, my, my first year, I still did pretty well, um, but definitely not as easy as it looks. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not too fond of uh, NASCAR, uh, but overall, just one thing that I, I've always been curious about, especially I got educated, is just how hot it can get. Like, yeah, like, Crazy how, like hot. Personally, how is that? Like, just the, like, how do you guys stay hydrated? Like, how does that work? Like, okay, cool. Every... Like, obviously, you guys want to stay on the track because you, you don't want to get passed up. You want to make sure you're on, you're on time and you're on schedule with your laps. But, like, talk about that, just that mentality of, like, oh, I'm thirsty, but I've got some <laughs> laps left. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I totally understand where you're coming from. To be honest, before I raced NASCAR, um, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, they, you know, like, there's not much to it. You know, they don't, they just kind of go around in circles and whatever. And I used to be like, I used to think the same thing until I actually stepped in the car and did it. And man, you sweat so much. Like it is, it's insane. You know, I'll lose four to five pounds in, in one race. And, um, but it's something you just, while you're racing, your adrenaline's so high, you're so focused on hitting your marks and focused on what you need to do, whether it's passing that person in front of you or, you know, trying to stay in front of the person behind you. Um, You're so focused that you don't really, you don't really, 
think about the heat it's it's the cautions or when you get out of the car that you're like wow I'm exhausted I'm pouring sweat you know the sweat's dripping into my eyeballs right now um (laughs) that's that's when you you realize like wow this is intense but the biggest thing is just to stay super hydrated during the week um you know I enjoy a glass of red wine (laughs) but I you know I I don't drink during the week before a race because I just I gotta stay hydrated um drink tons of Pedialyte um, everything with electrolytes, lots of water and, uh, yeah, just stay as hydrated as you possibly can is, is the only thing that really you can really do. Right. Does, does stepping in the sauna ever work? Like when you're not in the car, I mean, in, yeah, in the, in the race car. Sorry. Can you ask that again? Yeah. Does it, does stepping into the sauna, like maybe. Oh, it's the sauna. Yeah, I mean, it's different, though, because the sauna is such a dry heat where um, the places I'm racing, it's it's super hot and humid. You're just sweating constantly. But I definitely work out um, a lot of cardio with sweats on and stuff like that just to try to prepare myself and get acclimated to that type of heat conditioning. But you, you definitely can't copy what's going on in the car. It's it's a different level. Um, but basically what I just do, I make sure my strength's up and my um, endurance is up and that, you know, I, I have the stamina to make it through the race. Mm-hmm. And uh, are you, and are you still, still uh, sponsored by uh, first form? I am. Yeah. They, so they uh, are a product sponsor. So yeah. um I love a lot of their products. Um, on my race, on race day, my favorites are the BCAAs um, for the amino acids, and then the Interperformance, which has tons of electrolytes, really helps you recover, stay hydrated. Um, I drink that on race days. And then another thing is I don't have an appetite on race days because I'm I'm so excited <laughs> and nervous and just so many feelings going on. I just have no appetite, so um, that's where their protein shakes come in handy. I have usually a protein shake before and after. Um, so that kind of helps keep my body fueled and keep some protein in me. Awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of Andy. That's why I asked. I was like, cause I, I listen to his podcast. I listen to him, Gary, Ty, yep. a bunch of entrepreneurs. So when he said that, I was like, yes, we're best friends. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually had the pleasure of meeting Andy in St. Louis a few, few years ago at the headquarters. So that was really cool. Someone I obviously continue to follow and um, was actually a big inspiration to me at the be- at the beginning of my NASCAR career, um, you know, cause he kind of, he's always willing to push the limits and it, it listening to him kind of made me realize, you know, there, you, there's more to life than what's in front of you and um, just don't make excuses. Just go after what you want. Hell yeah. A hundred percent. He says it's super blunt too. So it really just wakes yep. you up. You, <laughs> like him or you don't like him and you're like, I have to really get my life together or you push it away. Cause it's like, whoa, that's too close to the truth. Right, exactly. He definitely cusses a lot too. So, yeah, <laughs> not yeah. for everyone. If you don't like the cuss words, exactly, exactly. Um, well, one of my last few questions: uh, are, who is who are a, a few female or males that you look up to um, in the automotive industry or not? Just that really helps you uh, just go from your day to day. Um, honestly, I've already talked about one of them is Sarah. Sarah is, uh, just such a hard worker and, um, she's so passionate and, and works so hard for everything. And another one, um, it most recently actually is Kyle Busch. 
Um, I was able to race for him in a late model for Cobblish Motorsports a few weeks ago. And uh, just the people that he has working for him and, and what he's one of those people in NASCAR, you either love him or hate him, but you got to respect him. And um, he's just such a hard worker. He's so smart when it comes to racing and the cars and the setups. And um, he was actually at one of my practices showing me the lines and, and what to do. And um, just seeing the respect he has from all his employees and just because he works so hard and he's such a good, talented race car driver is that that's inspiring to me just I really appreciate people who work hard and are talented at their craft and um, that's what I aspire to be you know I aspire to be a great race car driver and and history as a woman in the sport and uh, but all in all just being able to work hard and make make your dreams become reality is something I think is really inspiring (laughs) amazing I love it I'm so excited to help you because like I said I'm I'm super into this and I'm just so I'm, I'm all about helping you ladies get your message out there. So like I said, I have a lot of things I want to just help as much as possible. Cause it's, 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 it's the underdog mentality I have in this. Cause it just seems a woman is an underdog in this, but shortly, if not soon, this is going to be something that's going to take over, especially with your work ethic and your drive. So I'm really excited for you, uh, but I have one more question. My last yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I can I can go all day. I'm a yapster, so I'm. I'm like, oh, me too, me too. <laughs> um, let's see. So maybe there's someone that is listening. So, um, all that you've accumulated, the people that you've been around, from Andy to Kyle Bush to Sarah Price, um, to even what your parents, parents and your families instilled in you, um, maybe somebody that that's interested in getting into the automotive industry or just competitive racing. Knowing what you know now, maybe going back to your 18-year-old self, what would be some advice for the people that, that follow you, that follow Miss Manuel, that follow that someone in the automotive industry? What advice would you give them for maybe the, the criticism for being a woman? Advice that you've uh, given yourself or you taken, number one. Number two, uh, to, I don't know, just being just being true to yourself. Like, do you have anything that, that really comes to mind that you've always wanted to really get out there as far as a message that you want the world to know or yeah I I think there's a few things I think the number one thing that I've learned um within the past few years is enjoy the moment and enjoy what's in front of you um opportunities in this industry are very few and far between and it's very easy to just look ahead and 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 look at what's next. You know, you always want to be, okay, what's next for me? What's next? What else can I do? And, um, you know, you're always going to be, you're never going to be where you want to be. And if you focus on that too much, you're never going to be able to enjoy the journey. As, As cheesy as that sounds, you really have to appreciate what's in front of you. And, you know, when I was in dirt track racing, I, I always was just like, oh, I just can't wait till I'm in NASCAR. I can't wait till I'm in NASCAR. Now that I'm, you know, where I am today, you know, I'm like, oh, I can't wait till I'm in the Cup Series. But the thing is, the Cup Series might never come. So I need to appreciate what's in front of me. I need to, you know, really enjoy doing what I'm doing now. And I think that's the biggest thing for anyone, whether you're um, a singer, a football player, a, a whatever you want to be in life appreciate what's in front of you and and don't be so consumed in what's ahead um just really enjoy what's in front of you now because you are never going to get those moments back you're never going to get those experiences back so just really live and appreciate in them 
Um, my second thing would be for the females in racing or trying to get into racing. Um, try not to look at yourself as different. Don't say, oh, I'm a female, so I have to be like this. Just, you know, do you. Be authentic. Be yourself. If you wear heels, wear heels. If you wear boy shorts and a baseball cap, wear boy shorts and a baseball cap. Like, whoever you are as a person, stay true to who you are. Don't listen to what anyone says. If someone tells you to act different, don't. Be yourself. That's all you can be. And there's going to be tons of people that say, oh, you're only there because you're a girl. and Or you're only there because your looks. Or you're only there because this or that. And the reality is you're going to get there because of your hard work. So just, you know, don't listen to the naysayers. Never listen to the people who are going to bring you down. Only listen to the people that are going to bring you up. And it's important just to have a good, solid group of people around you. The thing that I think I have going most for me in my life are the people in my life, my parents, my my friends, my boyfriend, you know, the people that are really just going to bring you up every day. It's, it's really important to have good people around you because there are going to be times when things are really crappy and you're not in the situation you want to be in and to have a good support system around you is good. And um, hey, even if your parents or whoever is with around you doesn't support what you're doing, then do it anyways, <laughs> because if that's what you believe in, then go after it. I think it's important to believe in your potential. And if I didn't believe in myself and didn't believe in my potential, I wouldn't be where I am today. Again, I, am, I haven't even achieved 1% of what I want to achieve. But I, the biggest thing is, again, it sounds cheesy, but just don't give up. You know, I've been, there's been years that I, w- I had an almost race in almost a year and I just didn't give up. And then I got to race for Kyle Busch Motorsports, which was huge. So it's- it just never, ever give up. Keep going. Keep pushing. Don't listen to what people say, um, but also appreciate what's in front of you. Sensational. That sounds like Amber needs her own podcast because that was super, <laughs> super inspiring. I'm glad again. I'm glad you hopped on here because honestly, this is what it's all about. Like, that's, that's what it's about to just hear. Just hear your side of things, hear your journey, your struggle. You're just you're just to know that you're not satisfied where you're at, but you're grateful for where you're at. Like it's a it's a yin and yang. So it's awesome to know that there's people out there that are pulling from those directions in order to just push to get where they want to be. So, yeah, you said it perfect. You know, you know, be grateful for where you're at, but never stop pushing for what you want. I think that's 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 it right there. <laughs> yes, yes. So for those for those who want to either uh, follow your journey or maybe you want to give some recommendation on sponsorship, where can they find or where can they follow uh, Amber Balkan's journey? Yeah, they can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Amber Balkan 10, A-M-B-E-R-B-A-L-C-A-E-N, and then the number 10 on Facebook, Amber Balkan Racing. And please, uh, if you have anyone who's listening if you have any questions or any um, advice that you want feel free to dm me i always reply to my dms um i'm happy to help anytime anything i can help with please let me know sensational amber i appreciate you honestly uh, i'm really excited you jumped on here and then again if you have anything let me know that you want to just touch on along the lines of what we talked about today, or you feel like you're really making an impact. Cause again, that's what it's all about. Uh, again, everyone that's listening, uh, we don't have anything for, for anybody to buy. It's always simply as at, the, at this point in time is if this resonated with you, share this with yourself, of course, but if it reson- resonates with you, 
and even better plus one share with someone you feel like it could really help them through their journey because again you're not alone uh you have people like amber sarah price so many people that we've yet to come but the 100th episode we will have something for those who want to support the cause but we got to get to the 100th episode so in the meantime share this but amber you have a sensational day and we'll We'll soon have you back on here. We'll try again because I'm just super excited. I've got so many ideas to just really talk about, especially uh, with the mindset that you have and finally get to talk to you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you having me on. I Thank you so much. Thanks for all the people that are listening and thanks to my fans. And again, anyone, if you have a qu- any questions at all, please DM me. I'm always happy to help. Sensational. Have a sensational day, Amber. Thank you so much. You too. Hardy. <laughs>